Hello everybody, welcome! My name is Michelle Burkhardt and I am the host on the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about dealing with people. Um, Specifically, the two groups of people that you need to have in your life. So I'm going to introduce you to these two groups of people, kind of give you some background on who they are. Um, I'm also going to tell you a little bit of a warning when you're dealing with them. And then uh, I'm going to share with you some teaching that I learned from James Allen. Um, uh, shoot, I can't remember the book I was reading this morning. Um, but I, I was kind of delving deep into this idea. So I'm going to share that with you. And I'm going to tell you about three things that you need to focus on um, to train yourself up so that you can realize what James Allen calls selfless love. Of course, I'm going to share with you examples, stories, and give you some questions. And at the very end, um, as we're concluding, I'm going to share with you a a really cool opportunity that you have to go even further with this information. Okay, so get ready. Today is one that you're going to want pen and paper for. I promise you some really great questions are going to come your way. Okay, enjoy. Okay, so there are two important people, I guess, groups of people in your life, right? And both of these groups of people really help you to grow, right? They challenge you, okay? So they they really either keep you moving forward or kind of hold you back, okay? So I'm going to share with you these, these two groups of people. So the first group is what we call the inner circle, So this is a group of people who pull you up. They support you. They encourage you. They help you grow, right? So think about um, coaches, mentors, leaders, right? They're positive people in your life. Now, the easiest definition of an inner circle person is that they have the same definition of success for you as you do. Okay. So, so they understand, you know, the, what the goal is in your life and they want you to get get to that goal sometimes even more than you do. Okay? Those are really great inner circle people. Now the second group of people who also have a lot of influence on us and help us to grow are what we call our sacred friends, okay? And and it can also be family. So these are the people who, they challenge you to be a better person, um, but as you're going through, you're learning things like love and forgiveness because there's lots of opportunity to show forgiveness, okay? So their their goal is not necessarily to, to love and support you, although they might feel like that. Um, they might be of lower awareness or they could be somebody who uh, their definition of help for you is wildly different than what, what you have for yourself. Okay. So those are the two groups of people. Now there's a huge problem when you start interchanging these two groups of people. So what I mean is let's say, um, the people that have the most influence on you, your inner circle also include some sacred friends. Okay. Maybe you have a loved one that for whatever reason, um, they just can't get on board with what you're trying to do with your life, right? They have a lot of influence on you, but they're, they're kind of holding you back, right? It's, it's a negative influence. Okay. Um, 
and you know, every now and then you can get an inner circle person who, who needs a lot of love, mercy, and compassion as well. Right. But for the most part, you want those inner circle folks who have the most influence on you to be at a higher level of awareness than you are and to really kind of pull you up. Okay. So be careful to really keep these two groups separate. So this morning in my study, I was reading, um, a a section in, uh, a devotional from James Allen. Um, James Allen is the author of, um, oh my gosh, what, why am I blanking on this? As a man thinketh, (laughs) he authored as a man thinketh, as a man thinketh is one of those books that you could literally read in probably less than an hour. And you will spend the rest of your life, if you really delve deep into it, you could spend the rest of your life studying that book. Okay. I have gone through that book. I can't even tell you how many times I know, you know, by heart, several passages of that book. So if you're looking for a good one, I would highly recommend that. So in today's passage, he was really talking about the idea of how to realize selfless love. And I started to think about that, especially in relation to this inner circle and and sacred friends group, right? So it's really change your thinking, change your sacred friends. Okay. So there are three things that he talked about that we need to train ourselves in. Okay. So we need to actively and with intention train ourselves. So, um, the first one is our mind. So train your mind. And he was talking about making sure that your mind has strong, impartial, and gentle thoughts. Okay. So for example, strong meaning unwavering, right? So if you're going after a goal that you're, you're intent on the goal and the plan and not wavering from that, right? So no indecision, no procrastination. Um, impartial meaning that you don't judge things. So for example, you know, if an idea comes to your mind and you just, you don't judge it right away, right? You don't say if it's a good idea or a bad idea, you're just like, oh, well, that's an idea, right? And gentle thought, meaning um, there's no attacking yourself or maybe another person, but you're being gentle, okay? So you're training your mind to be strong and partial and gentle. And then the second thing you want to train is your heart, Um, And and really, he delved deep into the idea of purity and compassion, how you want your heart to be pure, right? So you want to have a good motive towards anybody. So for example, if you're, you know, talking to an inner circle person and they're helping you and they're challenging you, you know, maybe they saw a blind spot in you, they're challenging you, you want to have a pure heart towards them and, and acknowledge, okay, they might see something that I don't see. Right. But you also want to have compassion. So, so maybe one of those sacred friends is really showing up over and over and over again and just annoying you. Right. How can you show them compassion? And then the third thing he says that you need to train is your tongue. Man, this one is probably the hardest, isn't it? So there's two things that he, he talked about. The first one was silence. Now, I know that that one is is often very hard for some folks, especially those of you who are extroverts, right? Silence can be golden. And here's why, especially when you're dealing with an inner circle person. I think of myself when I've often been talking to a mentor, um, I've had to train myself to be silent and not to argue my point, 
right? So if I come and I talk to a mentor and the mentor is like, yeah, okay, this is what I've seen. This is what you need to do. Now I have an agreement with that person that I recognize that there's something in them and that's why they're my inner circle person, right? And so if I come and and they're saying, you need to do this, this, and this, and I'm arguing that away, is that helping me? I can tell you from years of experience, every time I've done that, that has not been helpful. Okay. Um, I I've come upon this, this new idea, you know, new brand new novel idea in the last six months or so to just do what my mentors tell me, because when I do what they tell me, guess what? I get the results that they got. Okay. So, so if I listen in silence, I will gain more. Okay. Now, the second thing is, is stainless speech. So understanding that, for example, with our sacred friends, it's so easy. It's so easy to walk away from them and immediately begin to talk about, you know, how bad or rough it is to be with them. Okay. It's so easy. And we want to be careful of that. Okay. Because you see what, what James Allen was talking about and what I've, I know from experience is that when you train your mind, your heart, and your tongue to do these things, the result is more peace and more love. Okay. So really what we're talking about today is, is where are you going to turn your attention, right? And what is your intention with these two groups of people? See, when you change your thinking, you get different actions, right? And, and so when you're doing this, you actually get to show more love to other people. And when you do that, quite frankly, because it's a law of, of reciprocation, you get more love in return. Now, let me tell you this, that you might put out a lot of love towards, um, you know, a sacred friend of yours. And I'm not saying that that sacred friend is going to all of a sudden see your merit and worth and turn around and, and give you that love. But what I'm saying is that it's a universal principle that when you give love, you also receive love back. So it might not be from that sacred friend. It might be from somebody else. It could be from one of your inner circle people, or it could just be, you know, from, from some random person. Okay. Now we don't give to get, although we know that that principle is going to, to help us, but we really want to ask ourselves a few questions. Okay. Well, first, before I get to the questions, let me share how this has worked in my life. So, um, you know, the first thing, training your mind. So when you can focus on, uh, creation's gentleness, right? So this is something I've been focusing on. So thinking about, um, creation's gentleness and how the universe wants me to succeed. Okay. So in my study time, in my meditation time in the morning, I think about, um, things that are abundant. So for example, I think about the great love that I'm attached to, right? Not just, um, in my, you know, in my personal opinion, my God, right? My creator, but the great love that, that I'm attached to and the people in my life and how I want to share that love out. Right. I think about, you know, quite frankly, I, I, the bank account does not reflect what I would like. Right. I think about, the money that is here and maybe not in physical form yet, you know, so all the ideas of things that I have that I want to do in the future, right? So I'm, I'm focusing first thing in the day on all of the really wonderful, great things. Okay. That's how I train my mind. 
So how I train my, my heart, um, when I sit down in the morning and I go through my schedule for the day and I'm asking myself different questions and doing my, um, what's now called my love reflection. It's basically just a chart. Um, but I'm asking myself questions like, how can I show the people, you know, on this call, on this webinar, um, you know, here in my home, how can I show them appreciation? How can I notice perfection in this moment? How can I increase my connection with that other person? And how can I open my heart up for more love from that other person? So every single day for, for months now, I've been asking myself those questions about everything I do during the day. Now, listen, I'm just sharing with you my idea. So don't listen to this and go, oh my gosh, I could never do that. First of all, yeah, you could, because it's not that hard. Um, but I'm not telling you, you have to, I'm just literally sharing an example. Okay. So I plan my day out. So it's basically, how can I love on people and how can I show them compassion? See, I think this is really key that when you're sitting down in the morning and you're thinking about your plan for the day, reminding yourself that there will be people that need your compassion. So right now, I mean, we're all stay at home order with COVID-19. And so, uh, you know, my husband's living his best life, but that's a whole nother story. Uh, my kids, depending on who they are, my son is, is uh, still recovering from that injury. So he still needs some help, right? Um, my 13 year old struggles with anxiety. So I need to be on the lookout for that. Right. My 10 year old yesterday had a blow up and, and really was just like, why can't we go back to school? Right. And she's highly relational. And so, you know, yesterday I, I just, we took an impromptu run out to town to, to get ice cream. And I know many people might have their judgment about whether we should or shouldn't have done that, but I can tell you, she was a whole different kid just by getting off of our road and seeing something different. Okay. So, so who in your life needs more compassion today and actually plan to see that and to show that because when you plan it out, then it's not a surprise and you're like, Oh yes, that's right. I knew this would happen. Okay. And then, you know, for the, for training my tongue, um, gosh, I gotta, I gotta train myself a little bit differently. So I can't just tell myself to be silent. Um, I've learned a long time ago that I need to ask questions. And when I can focus on asking questions, first of all, the question, there's no, you know, there's no judgment there. There's no opinion there. I'm just asking a question, right? And, but when I can focus my brain on what to do, which is ask the question, I still get to talk. But you see, when I ask a question, I've got to now stop and listen, right? So that other person can, can continue to talk. And so if I just focus on asking questions, I'm going to have not only stainless speech, but I'm going to have silence as well. Okay. Does that make sense to you? Okay. So I've got a, a few questions. Um, I've got the same three questions about these two different groups of people. Okay. So the first one, um, thinking about your inner circle folks, your influencers on your life, the people who, you know, have the most influence on, on how you live your life and the decisions that you make. Okay. So it can be coworkers. It can be, um, you know, your spouse, it can be your parents. Um, it can be friends. All right. So your inner circle influencers, do they help cultivate strong, impartial, and gentle thought in you? When you leave their presence, what are your thoughts like? Okay. 
Do they show you compassion? See, a really great inner circle coach mentor is going to be able to not only challenge you to bring your game up to the next level, but really show you some compassion when you're doing it. Okay. And do they demonstrate silence and good speech? So for example, if this person is somebody who is influencing your life, how do they share with you silence? And are they a good example of good speech or do they talk about other people, right? Or perhaps they use profanity or they, you know, they just don't have the right motives and you can tell that in their speech. Okay. If some of those, you know, warning bells are are going off, you might want to think about, is this person really somebody that you need to have in your, in your inner circle? And if so, maybe you need to have a conversation with them. Okay. And if not, you need to gently disinvite them from your inner circle, right? And become on the lookout for other people who might be able to help you. All right. So what about your sacred friends? The people that you basically try to avoid, right? Um, How can you cultivate greater thoughts about them? Okay. And I know how hard that is. Believe me, I get it. I, I struggle with this still, right? But I, I got to catch myself because I, I want to make sure that I'm having good thoughts because all things in my life flow for my thoughts, right? So how can you cultivate good thoughts about that person? Sometimes it, it means, you know, stepping out of the, the relationship you have and saying, hmm, okay, what's a good thing that this person does, right? Um, second question about your sacred friends, how can you show them more compassion? Okay. What's one thing you could do today to show them more compassion and how can you cultivate more silence around them? You know, here, here's the trick about sacred friends. Um, some of them are, are very helpful, right? They have tons of ideas and see when we begin to argue with them or try to set them straight on, well, yeah, but right. Um, it just adds fuel to the fire. And so when you're around these sacred friends, if you can just be quiet and choose silence instead, that fire will be, will go out quicker. Okay. And what I found with, with these sacred friends is typically they're at a much lower level of awareness. And if you can save your breath, um, that's probably a pretty good thing. Okay. All right, everybody. I hope that really got you thinking. Uh, maybe you've identified some of those inner circle folks. Uh, maybe you have identified those inner circle folks that you need to release and some you need to invite. Uh, maybe you found that some of your inner circle folks are really some of your sacred friends. Um, and I, I hope that it gave you some tools, at least to, to, to play around in your thinking a little bit, um, to take advantage of those two groups of people in your life. Okay. So I want to tell you about an exciting thing that we're, we're having coming up. And I, I may have mentioned this last time, but I, I want you to save the date. We are having a live teaching call on, I believe it's a Tuesday, May 12th from 8 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern time. Okay. So it's a live call. 
Um, it'll be on my conference call line. We can have up to a thousand people. Um, you can tell anybody and everybody to, to come. So if you've been listening to this podcast and, um, you've gotten great value out of it and, and you know that you're going to be on that live call, please think about who do you know that might also need to hear what I have to say. Okay. So I will put the information in the description. So basically what this call is going to be about is reducing negative influences in your life. So realizing that there are two sources of negative influences. The first one is you, right? So there are things that are happening in you that are causing um, some negativity. So, so uh, not really, you know, it's keeping you from your goal. Okay. And then the second, um, influence, negative influence in your life is other people, right? So again, that's where I really wanted to focus on inner, inner circle and sacred friends, especially sacred friends. Cause everybody has this understanding that, you know, the, the person outside of me is, you know, causing me angst and woe. And so what we're going to do is, is go more in depth on kind of what we talked about today. And after the call, I'm going to have really cool resources for you. Um, I've developed a, an ebook that you're going to have tons of activities already in the book. So if you really like what we do in the podcast, the ebook is going to have everything kind of in one place for you. Okay. And I'm also going to share with you how you can, um, enter a program here soon where honestly, we're going to talk about all things related to not only people, but, but your goal and your dream and making sure that you're on the right track. Okay. So I cannot wait to spend some more time with you. Mark your calendar, um, May 12th, 8 to 9.30 Eastern Standard Time. And uh, it's going to be a conference call. So all you do is you you call into the number, um, you enter in a code, and that's it. You, you just listen. You just listen and take notes. But it's live, okay? So thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Mark your calendar. um, And with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day and we'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.